Cincinnati give up in the locker room? Hell no. What kind of questions that, Phil? Um, we're one and two. We're one and two. We got a bunch of fighters in that room, and um, and give up. That's not a part of this football program. Get out of here, man. With that, no. Three man rush. Chase gonna step up in the pocket. Sets. Throws high into the air. It's up for grabs. It is juggle. <laughs> Baby, they stormed the field. App State wins on Miracle on the Mountain Part Two. Final score: App State 32, Troy 28. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great! That's so great. Hour three, Tiro in the morning show. <laughs> they lost. What their, a day for App State, they man! Lost their Game mind. day. Luke Combs picking. Hell Marys. How did Luke do? I didn't get to see it. I only saw clips of it because we were uh, he heading over to. Uh, no, he was just the guest picker. I don't think I he know, sang. but did he break into song at any point? Um, That's what I want Luke Combs to do when he's there. I don't care. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. If he did, I didn't see that part of it. But um, I did. I did see that he took a shot at Texas A and M. He said, uh, "I want to thank Texas A and M for your one point million, uh, five million dollar donation to uh, App uh, App State." So. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty good. Can I give some love to a coworker real fast? I, you know, it embarrasses me when you do this, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you're partly responsible here. No, I'm not but responsible for But most of the love goes to Butkus and Bednarik Award winner oh, Teddy Lane. I've got to show him love, too. You're absolutely right for Saturday. Big time extra yeah. effort on Saturday. When uh, one of our, uh, well, the, the pregame show had a flat tire. And uh, Teddy. Saved the day. He saved the saved day. Saved the day. Yeah. And uh, kudos to Ted. He could have just, you know, sat up there and been the Butkus and Bednarik award winner and said, uh, sorry, guys, you're on your own. <laughs> but he ran to Papa T's car and got the backup backpack and uh, kept him on the air. So no. big old, uh, big. Kudos. Tremendous effort. I appreciate it. It really threw me off. Like you called and I was in the middle of texting uh, on some of this situation. And so I call you back and then it's, oh, 
I threw the phone to Tim. And I'm like, I said, here, it's TJ. I was doing something. I was like, here, it's TJ. Answer it. Ooh. And I didn't know who it was at first. And I was like, it didn't sound like your dad. And I'm like, hello? <laughs> He's like, it's Teddy. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> now nah, he deserves some. He deserves some love. Yeah, absolutely. That. I thank him. Uh, that was that was a big time. Kudos, big kudos. All right. Um, tonight, by the way, is the uh, Rudy shows seven and eight o'clock tonight. Should be fun. I would imagine folks are fired up. Seven o'clock will be the huddle. Gabe and I, and I need to uh, Potter. If you're listening, let me know who the third host is tonight. Somebody else. Me and Gabe and somebody else for the huddle at seven, and then it'll be. Uh, Ted joining me and uh, Coach Brent Venables at 8 o'clock at Rudy's tonight. So come on out. Come on out. We've had packed houses. We've had standing room only. So I'd suggest being there by 6.30 or so if you want to get a table. It'll be fun. All right, Tees, let's run through some results from last week. And you uh, stop me if there's anything you would like to comment on. By the way, anything on – I, I kind of – uh, monopolized the Yella Gosney review. Anything on the OU Nebraska game you want to add? Oh, oh no, no. I think we, we we've hit on a lot of it. I just very impressive what they did that entire day. You know that that first drive, the way the emotions were, the way the crowd was. It it was an uh oh moment. And you thought back to last year and how close that game was, and and being in that environment and to. What, how did Brent put it? I liked how he put it. Silence the noise. What, what did he say? Um, turn down the volume or silence the volume or however he put that. Uh, I liked I that. Th- I and, think he said. And may have, may have. But just excellent all the way around. Defensively is where it really stood out to me on Saturday because yeah. I don't care who the opponent was in the last two or three years. You weren't shutting them down like that after they walked down the field on you in the in the first series. They were going to put more points up on the board and to limit them in that first half and to just completely dominate it and just give up the 72 yards the rest of the way that half, put the points on the board. It was just an incredible effort and um, very impressive to watch all the way around because they just weren't going to control people like that. Um, you were going to get scored on and you knew it and... They didn't let them back in the game. They didn't either. let them breathe, they man. Just, 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 yeah. I, I don't know uh, the, the whole boot on the neck analogy. I don't know how appropriate that is. But they they uh, did not let Nebraska at any point in that game, other than the first five minutes, believe they had a chance to win that game. And then the second half, they came out, put two more touchdowns on their mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Turned them over right away. And then at that point said, all right, let's make sure we don't get anybody hurt here. <laughs> and Sean said it earlier. I don't know the last time we've seen a, a quarterback go out that early in the game that it I wasn't injury-related. I can tell you exactly related. when it was. All right. Uh, OU Texas last year, it happened in the second Well, quarter. okay. I, yeah. You guys are forgetful. <laughs> good, good point. Excellent point on your Thank part. You. I'm talking about because you're comfortable and relaxed and you can mm. take them oh. out of the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Um. All right. Well, let's hit some uh, finals. OSU beat Arkansas Pine Bluff sixty-three to seven. Texas Tech falls for the first time. North Carolina State beat them twenty-seven fourteen. Did you watch the highlights of this game? I saw North some Carolina of them. State Texas Tech. It, I, I the first time I watched the highlights, I thought North Carolina State was Texas Tech, and I thought Texas Tech was NC State. Like oh yeah, the, the NC State was I, wearing I Texas that, that Tech uniforms. Colors, yes. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. 
Baylor, no problem. Texas State, 42-7. to The Texas-UTSA game was a lot of fun for about a quarter and a half. Uh, they onside kicked it. They went up 17-7. And I was like, oh, this is fun. This is uh, Texas is going down in flames. This is fantastic. And then they got their act together, unfortunately. And uh, Did you see the guy I sent you tried to jump into Bevo's pen Saturday? Yeah, how? I've been pretty hammered at points in my life. I, I will admit. I don't know that there's ever been a time, and I've done some stupid things. Stop right now because I think, are you the one or was it your brother that rode the bull? That was my brother. Oh, okay. uh, and that was when he was and a, a child, though it had nothing to do yeah. with alcohol. Okay. Um, so he was sober and he tried how, to ride a bull. How drunk are you that you're trying to climb over in the pen with Bevo and people are telling you no and they're trying to hold you back and you're like, I'm still coming in whether you like it or not. And, you know. Uh, law officials got involved and drug him to the trooper. ground. The trooper got involved. Ripped yes. him off there. <laughs> How drunk are you? There's video out there on Twitter of a guy trying to get into Bevo's pen Saturday night, and he got uh, tackled by the law enforcement. It was pretty funny. Um, so Texas wins at 41-20. to 20. West Virginia, no problem with Towson, 65-7. to 7. Iowa State is 3-0. and They beat Ohio, 43-10. to 10. We mentioned Kansas State. Uh, laid an egg. They lost to Tulane, seventeen to ten. Just could Man. not get any offense going in that game at all. Very disappointing. Highly disappointing. You wanted two undefeated teams, prime time, seven o'clock Saturday night, and they go and blow it. And if it was and because they were holding stuff back, that's what that was my point earlier. It's like at some point in the game, recognize that. Start I don't know running. if they were. I don't know if they were or not. I'm just saying. Maybe they were looking ahead. Maybe they were trying to get away with not showing much. Maybe they just got beat. I, I don't know what the case is. But, boy, that could have been a lot. Of, it'll still be fun Saturday night. But, man, I wish K-State was rolling in. Under. And I still think they'll uh, put up a challenge for sure. a while. So, yeah. I mean, but K-State always so plays. Good. They just obliterated oh, Missouri. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kansas is 3-0. and Look at the Jayhawks. I have not seen a second of Jayhawk football this year. Maybe that's the key for them. Not that I'm watching a lot in the past either, but... You're going to start watching because they... <laughs> they've got my attention now. I they think do they're have leading my the country in offense. They scored 48 more points. Uh, they got a Daniels at quarterback. Everybody in the country's got a Daniels at quarterback, and theirs is really good. And They were down 14 nothing to Dana Holgerson on Saturday on the road and beat them by three scores. 48 to 30. Um, really impressive. Around the rest of the country, no problem for any of the big boys. Uh, Kentucky gets a shutout win. They're honoring Mark Stoops there Saturday, 31 nothing over Youngstown. Arkansas got a scare from Bobby Petrino. That would have been pretty funny. But they rallied to win with a big uh, fourth quarter, 38 27. Uh, Oregon handled BYU the week after BYU beat Baylor. 41 to 20. That game was in Eugene. Not a real exciting game in College Station, but Texas A&M had uh, enough defense to hold off Miami 17 to 9. Texas A&M's offense looks rugged. I mean, A-Chain is a star, but he's really the only threat they seem to have and they went to Max Johnson this week and he wasn't much better. Uh you hate Josh Heupel, but he won again this week, 63-6. to They look good. They got a big test coming up. So it was a little bit of a blah day. Oh, Penn State. 
How about Penn State just obliterates Auburn yeah, 41-12? That, that score surprised me when I saw it. All right, so this week, coming up in the Big 12, Teach. Here we go. You sitting down? Uh, yes, actually, yeah, I am. Here we go. Thursday night, West Virginia at Virginia Tech. The Mountaineers are only 1-2. and two. They are a three-point road favorite. Saturday, 11 a.m., Baylor at Iowa State. There's a good one for you, Teach. Hold on. I'm just imagining Dave Aranda with his arms folded on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. All right. 11 a.m., TCU at SMU. Battle of uh, the Big D there. Uh, SMU's a favorite by a point, by the way. The game is over at Gerald Ford Stadium. Duke and Kansas play in football. How about and that? And they're both 3-0. and You could watch that game on FS1 at 11 a.m. Kansas is favored by 8.5. When's the last time Kansas was favored by more than a score against a Power 5 team? Now, I know that's loosely with Duke, but they are in yeah. the ACC. I'm going to say uh, 35 years. I mean, that'd be a probably Mangino, right? <laughs> yeah, it probably was during the Mangino run. Here's another good one, Teach. Texas and Texas Tech. It's a 2:30 game, so we can watch it. Is it a good one? Is it? Uh, yeah. Huh. Right hmm. now, Texas is favored by four and a half. So let's keep an eye on that line. All right. Teach. All right. I'll keep an eye on that. It is a 2:30 kickoff in Lubbock on Saturday after. Noon. Uh, you're not excited about Texas and Texas Tech? Um, Kirby Hocutt's going to try to get him to sign an I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. That, I mean, that might be one, like you said. That jumps another half point. We might keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on that thing for me. Here's the rest of the top 25. Georgia and Kent State, they get the golden flashes this week. Georgia favored by 44. Michigan and Maryland is your big Fox big noon kickoff game. Michigan hadn't played anybody yet, so they finally get a halfway decent team. That is uh, in the big house. Clemson at Wake Forest. Good game here. Wake Forest has their quarterback back. They're undefeated. Clemson's a touchdown favorite on the road. That's 11 a.m. on ABC. Penn State hosting Central Michigan. Pitt gets Rhode Island. Good one in the SEC. Florida at Tennessee, 2.30 on CBS. Josh Heupel is undefeated, but he gets the Billy Napier in the Gators this week. Tennessee, a 10.5-point favorite in Knoxville. Oregon goes to Washington State. Ole Miss hosting Tulsa, 3 o'clock on the SEC Network. Arkansas at Texas A&M this week. Excuse me. Arkansas and Texas A&M will play in Jerry Jerry World. World. Yeah. This week, A&M's favored by two and a half in this game. I like Arkansas right now. Uh, Alabama gets Vandy. That'll be a bloodbath. (laughs) Ohio State and Wisconsin play in the horseshoe. 630 on ABC. USC goes to Oregon State. This could be interesting. 830. It's a Pac-12 network game, so we can't watch it. USC favored by six and a half. Oregon State's got a decent team. Utah at Arizona State. Arizona State fired Herm Edwards yesterday. 
And uh, Washington gets Stanford late night in Seattle. So you got a few good games out there. You got the Wisconsin-Ohio State game. You got Arkansas and Texas A&M. You've got Florida and Tennessee. You've got Clemson and Wake Forest. Uh, Texas, Texas Tech. Baylor, Iowa State. I think it's a better week this week than it was last oh, week. Oh, much better than last week. Absolutely. 819, back to your text next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. I forgot I'm on delay, aren't I? Actually, you were pretty close to right on, yeah. So, Sour brought to you by R.K. Black. Your office management leader since 1952. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Attending the game in Lincoln was amazing. Nebraska fans were so nice and hospitable. But hearing that crazy loud stadium go quiet was really special. Mm. Great OU turnout. Did the... um atmosphere come through the tv it did and and the ou turnout he's talking about there like one the the time it really stood out to me is anytime drake did something that you still heard the stoops uh in the stadium stoops not drake dyken right so stoops you could catch it and pick it up on the tv which i thought was pretty awesome and how big time is he when you need something done drake stoops is there to pick up a first down or just make a big play all right, thanks, Drake. Sorry, I got your name right this time. <laughs> so he's clutch. He so catches everything. He he's ca- a vacuum cleaner. He man. is, man. He is, and uh, yeah. So that's one way that it really stood out to me. It was hard, you know, when they do the panning of the crowd and stuff like that. It was almost impossible to tell who was who, but um, that was one of the moments. Anytime Drake would make a play and that Stoops chant would come out, you could you could hear it on the TV. Teddy, uh, it, when we walked into the stadium Saturday morning, it's still dark outside. He's looking at the stadium in the radio booth, and he goes, this stadium is too awesome for them to have a bad football program. It's right. Like, Nebraska well, deserves better. The support's too good. Yeah, I mean, the, all the way around. Their fans are great. Their facilities are great. Their tradition is great. They've got to get this figured out, man. They deserve better. And for the first drive of that game, I thought, hey, maybe Mickey Joseph is the guy. Came running out with his hands yeah. in the air and everything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then uh, eight minutes later, I'm like, ah, he's not the guy. You got go, to go, fi- go find somebody else. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Morning, PT. buddy. Hey, Carter. Happy Mental Monday. Great win Saturday. Do you think Brent will do that thing that Long Kruger did where he tries to lose to K-State? That's the worst. Have mm. a good day. Good question. Do you think Brent will try purposely to lose to K-State? Good question. Uh, Lon Kruger, K-State alum. Brent Venables, K-State alum. Uh, worth asking. Worth asking. For I, think sure. that's a, I think that's a question on the coach's show. Will you purposely try to lose to K-State? By the way, I've added two new drops to the show today. You want to hear them? All right. Uh, this is the first one. New drop. New drop added to the show today. Punt, 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 downs, punt, half, fumble, punt, punt, downs, interception. I like that one a lot. <laughs> punt, 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 downs, punt, half, fumble, punt, punt, downs, interception. Oh, he's the best. And I've also added this one. This one will be very specific as to when we can use it, Teach, but. Uh, kind of questions I have, Phil. Going to have to be a guy that named Phil that calls in, but I like that one a lot. 
Huh. What kind of question is that, Phil? Phil. What kind of question is that? Bieber's getting salty this year. What kind of question is that, Phil? I like I like I like my new one. You you like booty? <laughs> I I I have a good feeling about booty. <laughs> Uh, can we get the gray bashing behind us now? He had an awesome game. That's yes, from Mike. Did. Yes, he did. I don't think so. I think some people have dug in, but we'll see because he was fantastic on Saturday. You've answered this, but it's come in several times now. A lot of people asking about the fire alarms on Friday night that kept the players awake and stuff, and you say this did not happen that you're aware of. So I was in the team hotel. Uh, I never heard any fire alarms. So, and I'm a pretty light sleeper, especially the night before a game. Now, and I was on the same floor as some players, I don't, not all of the players. So either it did not happen or it only happened in a specific floor that I didn't hit. No, I never heard a fire alarm Saturday night. Friday night. <laughs> I need someone to explain to me how you guys went and lost 60% of your listeners. I expect heads to roll over this. <laughs> Sell tickets to the next marketing meeting. Concerned Point. listener, M- Willie Mays Hayes. Good point. We were at 11, and we find out Saturday we're down to four. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's the most popular thing is just pick a random number oh, yeah. and say they've only got this many listeners. Uh, was Teddy wearing red Barry Switzer pants on Saturday? If so, I love it. No. So they don't love it. <laughs> I don't know why. But no, Teddy was not wearing red Barry Switzer pants. Uh, Drake verifying he was on the floor with most of the players and did not hear anything either. No fire yeah. alarm. Yeah. This is how uh, rumors get started, <laughs> folks. Uh, about your uh, the the white situation and stuff, there are several people saying uh, is either Hauk or someone in the media corrected Brent further along in the press conference and let him know oh, that you know hey he'll okay. be he'll be good to go. Uh, was Gabriel hurt Saturday? He seemed to be hobbling around a little bit in the second quarter. Shane yeah, the train. The, the uh, last couple of possessions he was on the field, he had a little bit of a hitch in his giddy up, as we like to say in the old west, TJ. So. I don't know if he stepped on something or rolled an ankle or what. He did seem to be – could have been that touchdown run for all I know. Maybe he he stepped – I don't know. But he did have a little bit of a limp to him. But I, I nothing serious. We never noticed him over there looking at him on the sideline or anything too much. Uh, guys, I think the listeners need to calm down a little bit on Canik. He did great on Saturday. Sure. But keep in mind he's in a new position. The cheetah position is like the hybrid linebacker corner safety. He's still learning, but if he continues to improve, sky's the limit for him. So this guy is saying, pump the brakes. Everyone just calm down, all right? Uh, KREF is Division One. Other stations, Division Two. they're saying here. Thank you. Thank you. No interest in a radio war on this show, ladies and gentlemen. No interest. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Luke Combs earlier. Uh, people are mad because Luke picked Nebraska, so they're saying he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say whether or not he got picks right. I just said the one line about A&M was funny. I don't know about anything else other than he was there. So I just punt, said it was punt, a big day punt, for punt, App punt, State. Downs, punt, half, fumble, punt, punt, downs, interception. That was for Luke. Uh, Toby, any rumors of players wanting to transfer after three games? Uh, oh, all kinds of them. Yeah, all kinds of them. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah, I could, too many to share, actually, Teach. <laughs> this team, other teams, everybody's wanting to transfer. 
No, I haven't heard anything to that end. I think people are having fun, as far as I know. Maybe off-topic here this says, but what about Art Bryles for uh, Nebraska? I saw an interview of him, and he seemed really remorseful and humble. He turned Baylor around. I can't stand in you, and I'm a lifelong OU fan. Just crazy Nebraska's so bad. Have a great day, and Boomer Sooner. What kind of questions that, Phil? Yeah. They're not going to hire Art they, they, You can't. I mean, that, that can't be the move. Whether he could turn the program around or not. That's not a hire you can make in the position. A lot of Urban Meyer love on Saturday since he was in the house. Can't can't hire Urban Meyer either. That would be a terrible hire too. Hmm. Um, he is too dynamic in the booth. They've got to have him keep him there. <laughs> was he wearing progressive sunglasses at halftime? On- <laughs> I don't know what he was wearing. I don't know what he's doing half the time. I don't know why he's there and why. Fox and ESPN and all these people, as Bob, soon as he lose, leaves a job, they think he's the great. Yes. Bob, what are you doing with the XFL stuff, Thank Bob? you. Get back to he Fox. He had so much energy. He was so fun. He was so we good. loved you on Fox, Bob. And then here comes Urban. Uh, I think it's a great day to watch some college football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that 61-yard TD by DG, probably the longest run for a TD in his college career. It was. That is correct. Yes, that was. Uh, lots of people still sending in love for your scene setter. Oh, Tell Toby I loved his opening monologue for Saturday's game. Back with the music referencing his dad. Brought tears to my eyes as well as my dad's. Been watching those games together since the 70s. It was magical. What a game. My father was pleased. I hope yours was too. Thank you very much. That's nice of you. I think my dad might be getting a little bit of a big head, though, after this weekend. TV. People loved Papa. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, chair. What did refer chair? Uh, I last one I'll, I'll read here for this uh, segment here it says I genuinely feel horrible for Husker fans. Amazing stadium, amazing city, amazing right. history. They don't deserve this horrible football. Now that we're done with this home and home, get your act together, Nebraska. We're all rooting for you here. Okay, there's no reason you can't be Wisconsin at the very least. Get make the right hire, Trev. I think after the last two years, my son's sick of me trying to explain to him what Nebraska once was. I tried to do it again on Saturday, and it's like, you know, we were at the game last year, and he goes, we've been over all this, okay? He goes, they're terrible. I said, yeah, but it used to be like, like right now you look at Alabama and Georgia and what they're doing. That was OU Nebraska, and he's like, I know, you've told me this, but I don't believe it. It's like he does not believe it. He is the next Tyler McComas, man. Machine Gun Bronx. We're about 10 years away from him having his own show. <laughs> He's like, uh, nice for you and your dads on this terrible scene center. Why didn't he ask me to do it? <laughs> no, he didn't say that. <laughs> He's got he did shush his mom at one point on the boat Ooh. over the scene center because he's trying to listen to it, and she's telling him to put some sunscreen on, and he's like, Shh, hold on. And she's like, don't shush me. You can put sunscreen on while listening to the scene setter. (laughs) Uh, I don't care the situation. Shushing mom is never Uh, a good idea. He's got a bad habit of it and gets gets slid into quite a bit. Not a good idea. Hang on, I just got a text from my dad. Let's see what he's saying here. Uh, Dad wants to renegotiate his contract. <laughs> Back up, Terry. Hey, Back hey, it up. get a gas card, uh, Papa T, because you've got to go on every road trip now. He is 1-0. All right, quick break. We'll be back. 
the ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Hey, I got to tell you, the coolest thing that happened Saturday, other than the game, a couple hours before the game, in the booth, and um, I get notified, Drake yells down, hey, somebody's here to see you guys. And we turn around, and there is a pilot. You know, he's got the, the whole pilot's gear on. Right. His name was Steve Bofferding, and he introduced himself. OU fan, listens to the broadcast all the time, and he is a part of the flyover crew Saturday. Uh, he, he, the F-35s that did the flyover over the stadium on Saturday. And he came by and introduced himself. He said there's another pilot named Jeff Harding who's going to be flying one of the planes who's a big OU fan. And he just wanted to meet us and see the booth and let us know he listens. And then left and did the flyover. That's <laughs> F-35 over the stadium. How about that? And then later, second half, I turn around and there he is again. He's back in the booth listening to the game up there in the booth with us. That was awesome. Uh, Very cool. So, Very Steve, cool. if you're listening today, thank you. That was an honor to have you visit us, and thank you for listening. And, uh, that, yeah, that's never happened before in 12 years that one of the uh, flyover pilots came by the booth before and after the flyover to visit us. So, Pretty neat. Pretty neat. It's pretty cool how they can do that and time that out and get back and forth that way and still do their thing and you know, just be standing behind you like it's nothing, you know? That's exactly right, TJ. That's really well said by you. Oh, man. Um, okay, so this week I got Kansas State. We've got the uh, Selman Brothers statue on Saturday as well, folks. So make sure when you are making your Saturday plans that at 3.30 you are at the northeast corner of the stadium. Right? Northeast corner of the stadium. The corner of Jenkins and Brooks, TJ. That is where they are going to dedicate and unveil the first statue at Owen Field in honor of defensive players. All three of the Selman brothers. One statue. And we will uh, pull the uh, curtain on it on Saturday and have a ceremony there. I know... Lucius and Dewey are both going to be in attendance as well as a whole bunch of the Selman family. And that's going to be very cool. Uh, 3.30 on Saturday will be that. Now, it, it should time out perfectly. I think they planned it this way, TJ. Because that's at the northeast corner of the stadium. Then the southeast corner of the stadium is where they have the Walk of Champions. And that will take place. I haven't seen the itinerary yet, but I'm guessing 4.45. Um, they usually do it 2.15 out. So 3.30 for the statue dedication, 4.45 for the Walk of Champions. On the same side of the stadium, they're just on opposite corners. Statue on the northeast corner, Walk of Champions on the southeast corner. That'll be neat, TJ. No, it'll be, should, a, should be, be a awesome. big crowd, too. Very deserving. Should have been probably done a long time ago, uh, but will be very cool. Doc B called off the air, would like you to know he will be there. Cannot wait I for the Selman statue unveiling. 
All right, hit me with uh, three, four, five more texts before we uh, go to break Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, are you worried OU being fed the rat poison and believing how good they are? K-State losing was not good. They're going to come in looking to knock uh, OU off. I'm expecting a dog fight Saturday night. Always afraid of rat poison. I feel (laughs) better with Brent Venables as the head coach in the rat poison category. Like, I don't think he's putting up with any of it. You know, I think... He celebrated, he danced, Joe C. danced. It was a party up there in Lincoln. I think they got home, and he's already telling them today that uh, it ain't good enough. <laughs> People are angry at Luke Combs. Luke Combs was awful. Six and six on his picks. Again, I just said it was a big day for App State. He's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's How dare you a, say long... anything nice about Luke Combs? I know. I, just, I didn't say his picks punt, were punt, any good. Punt, punt, downs, punt, half, fumble, but... punt, punt, downs, interception. <laughs> six and six is awful <laughs> on the week that we had because it was a pretty easy week for picks. Uh, more many upsets out there that you were trying to Stick decide. Stick to between. singing, Luke. That's Stick right. Stick to singing. Uh, hey, Toby, was the hot dog launcher shooting hot dogs oh. with buns or no buns? Buns. Yeah, no, that was great. So they had a hot dog launcher with some serious juice to it there. And they did it. It seemed like the whole juice game. Juice on the hot dogs or in the gun? What were no, they, they had hot dogs wrapped up in foil. <laughs> buns and hot dogs. Buns and weenies hop, uh, wrapped up in foil, TJ. And it's a T-shirt launcher, but they put hot dogs in there. And they, like, we're on top of the second deck, six floors up in the press box. And they were going above us in the sky. Like, we'd be sitting there calling the game, and all of a sudden, you'd see this hot dog fly by. And it's the most distracting thing. But it was an amazing hot dog cannon that they had. They just kept firing hot dogs into the crowd the whole game. (laughs) Just kill them hot dogs. Don't let them notice what's going on on the field. (laughs) Distract them. Distract them with the hot dogs. Uh, maybe the we need fire- a hot dog cannon, though, at Owen Field. Marketing, if you're listening, we need a hot dog cannon. <laughs> I thought they banned those because someone got an eye taken out at a baseball game recently. Not a puny hot dog cannon, either. We need one with some serious horsepower to it. <laughs> uh, maybe the fire alarm was just a low battery beep. <laughs> There's nothing worse than that beep when it starts and you can't figure out which alarm it is in your house. The one in the hall? No, I think it's in here. Where is it at? Where's that beep coming from? Uh, let's see here. That's just laughing face emojis. Burly Boomer found something funny. I'm not sure what. Uh, do you know why Key Lawrence didn't play early on in the game? Not sure if he played the first half at all, this texture is asking. Yeah, he played a little bit in the first half. I don't know why he didn't start. You know, he was out the week before with a little bit of a situation, uh, injury-wise. So I'm guessing maybe he didn't practice all week, like or or as much this week as, uh, let's see, Damon Harmon and Justin Broyles got some playing time in front of him, so that's my guess. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. Any idea why the plane was delayed an hour on departure from Lincoln? When I looked up the flight and saw it hadn't landed yet, it had me concerned. Click flight tracker, relieved to see it finally landed in OKC at six p.m. Well, they had all kinds of issues if they were delayed on their flight too. If it landed at 6 p.m., that means it took off about 4.30. I don't see any delay there at all. Toby's calling you a liar, Tex. You're, no, I'm you're not a liar. You a li- I'm not calling you a liar, but we left when the buses left. M- me and my dad, we stayed and did the whole post postgame. Uh, the first wave of buses went to the first plane with our people on it, and, uh, and then the team didn't leave until about an hour and 40 minutes after the game ended. Game ended at 2.25 because I wrote it down. 
So it would have been about 4 o'clock when the buses rolled. So give them time to get to the airport. I don't, that's Landing at 6 o'clock is pretty brisk. If they didn't leave the stadium until 4 o'clock. Right. So I'm not, I'm not saying you're not telling the truth, but I'm just doing the back timing here on the planes landing at 6 o'clock. That seems like they're on time to me. Uh, last one I'll give you here says, did you guys see the kid from Texas get a targeting call? I don't know what targeting is anymore and what uh, they are able to appeal. I did, I not, did not see that one. No, I didn't, didn't either. See it. No. Uh, why it was easy. It was targeting. Just raise your helmet up. You know, quit. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put your head down like that. So right. otherwise, it was just a, a play where you're going to blow up the QB. But lower the head. You're going to get called. Poor Casey. Tom- I bet Casey Thompson uh, took a serious ice bath on Saturday <laughs> night too. <laughs> Gracious. He was looking around at one point. Like, what the, did I do? The one where Jalen Redman is coming around the corner. Yes. And yes. they put out the slow-mo video of it. Like, Casey Thompson's looking right at him, and you can tell he just is frozen. Like, <laughs> this is going to hurt. Right. He couldn't even get rid of the ball. He's just like Jalen Redman with that, like, defensive lineman stride. You know, it's not like – it's not it's like – I don't even know what it is. It's – watching him come around the corner is frightening. Frightening. And then he just flattened him. Yeah, Casey took a beating. All right, we'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Monday show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. TJ, do you have the uh, Nebraska drive chart from uh, Saturday? It's in my satchel. Hold on. Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. No, I don't have here. that. Punt, 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 downs, punt, half, fumble, punt, punt, downs, interception. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate that. We welcome in Chris Plank now for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Fresh off another sensational effort on the sidelines on Saturday. Uh, speaking of above and beyond, he was down there in a driving oh, rainstorm. Got about that. For the pregame show, refusing to come indoors because he's a warrior. And also because I was of the, oh, this isn't going to last mindset. <laughs> this thing's moving. There is nothing on the radar. We drove through a thunderstorm the whole way from Omaha to Lincoln. By the way, the funniest part, there are certain things that I'll hear you mention. Where did the fire alarm thing come from? I don't know. We've heard several texts today. Yeah. There's some sort of a rumor out there that the fire alarm got pulled at the team hotel huh. Friday night. I'm going to tell you, you what. Hear anything? No, I'm a light no, sleeper, and there was hear. a lot of players around me. And unless the fire alarm got pulled after we left, they nothing said happened. 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. It happened yeah. twice. No. No. I can confirm it didn't happen at 4 a.m. because I woke up to a forensic file that had scared the you know what out of me, so I had to turn the TV off. Um, but what I will say is, is I. One rumor that I can kind of fuel if you want, I heard we may have got a little slow rolled by the bus driver, or the bus driver might have taken a little bit of the long route. Is that what the issue was? This is the, the scenic stadium? route. You guys are going to yeah, love this. Yeah, I kind of heard a little buzz that that might have been the case because, again, Oklahoma. I'm not buying it. Not buying it? Okay. Oh, Nebraska's too nice. The people up there are too nice for the say. bus driver to go rogue on him and say Even, I'm gonna- even the guy who was mean to us, Toby, ended up being nice. 
afterwards. When we got there, uh, it's it was very unique. I mean, literally, media parking is usually in this massive lot. You like park oh, in front of a yeah, house. I forgot that guy. And there was like this Jerry Garcia lookalike, and uh, he freaked out when we. He was like, "Boss, boss, boss!" And he had Papa T like pull over to the side of the road. And he walked over, and then as soon as he saw we were OU guys, he's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I should have had you just pull in the same way the bus did. I, I'm sorry, like guys. 17 yes. times. <laughs> oh. Nicest guy. Yeah, but that's the only fun I heard from this. The Nebraska people were as nice as advertised. and The team was definitely late getting to the stadium. Like, significantly late. And everything like seemed to be on to time. 45 minutes late. Yeah, everything seemed to be on time from a team perspective. So... Yeah, this, that was one thing that was weird to me because we even started saying to each other, is is you know, Brenton getting to the stadium a little bit later? Is he doing things different? But I don't know, maybe uh he had a couple of guys that Mickey Joseph said, you know, let's let's really give them some good courtesy. Let's make sure they see all of uh, the Omaha Lincoln trip before before we get here. But it was fun, man. What a day. What a win. What a call, man. I went back and was putting in the post game show. For as, and I'm not saying this to knock anyone, but for as little as we ended up truly getting on the field, you made it sound like we were we were rolling through it and still got to talk to Jeff Levy and still got to talk to Brent Venables. Oh, and it was fun. It was a fun day. Uh, you did, uh, yeah, there was. It was fun. That was a fun game and um, great visit. You got a little cheesecake factory squeezed in there. And uh, none of us point. got cheesecake. Zero cheesecakes were consumed at the Cheesecake Factory. What were you people doing this? We got what, very what we got very full is what ended up happening. We ate way too much bread. We yeah. were starving when we got there. And then they put those baskets of bread in front of us, Tej, and we just we made a mistake. Yeah. We made I a was mistake. probably the most guilty, to be honest with you. Ah, the bread's good, though. So good, mm-hmm. especially when it comes out warm. Chris, have the greatest show you've ever had today. Toby, we will, and it's going to be a fun Coach's Corner with uh, Ted Roof is on with us oh, today, nice. so, and DeMarco Murray. Rudy's okay. tonight, folks, 7 o'clock, the huddle, 8 o'clock, the Brent Venable Show. I'll see you there. Have a great Monday, everybody.